well just as you start thinking that things are as big as they can be and that they cannot get more hectic and more newsworthy boom football hits you with another bombshell bigger than the one before welcome to the sokaladuma transfer rep i am gurule gongeu in this week's episode we summon joe cran's assistance on the transfer of george libesi to mamelodi sundowns kurt buckerfield brings us interesting news about neymar's potential replacement and in our story behind the story peter dutoy takes a look at leonardo castro's future with Mamelo de Sundowns. This is a monumental week once again and I remember that we spoke last week and we spoke about Manisa being monumental and I alluded to the fact that nothing will get bigger than that in this transfer window. Well, guess what? I was wrong because this is another monumental week because Manisa, rather Libisi went to Sundowns from Kaiser Chiefs, coach Rulani Mugwena went to Orlando Pirates from Mamelodi Sundowns. I'm now joined by Joe Cran. He's a Sokaladuma journalist. You've heard him on TV. You've seen him on TV, you've heard, heard him on the radio. Um, Joe, thank you very much for your time. How are you, sir? All good, brother. How are you doing? I'm um, good. Thank you very much, man. Last week, I set up your colleague, Masebe Krina, into confirming if this was going to be, Manisa was going to be the most monumental thing that happened in this transfer window. And he said, yes, nothing would be bigger than that. And guess what? A week later, something is bigger. What is happening? Coach Rulani Mugwena first to Orlando Pirates. Can you tell us about what happened there and how do you view that? Hey, I mean, it's massive. I think that anybody who's followed Sundowns uh, of late, um, anyone who's seen the picture of uh, speak about, uh, about Rulani. Um, will know just how how big a sign it is for Pirates. He's a he's a coach that is is, is loved by the players. He's he's, a, he's respected highly by the coaches that have worked with him. And I think that um, potentially for me, um, Sandro Villani could could possibly be Pirates' best sign of this of this window, regardless of what happens with the players. I think that that Rulani coming in as a, as a coach is, is absolutely massive to them. Mm. And, 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 and and one of the things that we've done in, in, in two weeks back in one of our editions in Sokala Duman, the newspaper, um, we did a spread on him and, and, and Coach Mangoba Mngiti. And one of the things that I observed from the former former player, um, 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 Lebuchang Mukwena, he was saying that one, they call him Mourinho, and the reason for that is because of his meticulous planning um, and the fact that when it comes to video analysis, he even knows the size the shoe size of the opposition players um let's look at that um like I'm, i agree with you in the sense that it may be it may just be that this is the pirates biggest transfer in this transfer window even though he's an assistant coach now let's talk about the nitty-gritties about this um and 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 and, and look at the angles now coach rulani mugwena is known to be the nephew of jomo sono and could that have played a role in him deciding to go? And we know Jomo Sono and the history of Orlando Pirates. Could that be a reason why he went there? Why would he go from Sundowns defending their championship in in the Cap Champions League to Orlando Pirates? I think part of it is, um, I think there has been talk of him, him potentially taking over as head coach at some point. Um, and I think that that is obviously something he's looking towards. He's, he's done his, his, his as an assistant. He's taken on this role as an assistant. But I think that he sees that in the future, and he's probably been told that in the future, Pirates do see him as a as a potential head coach. And I think that, like I say, is, is something that's probably played a big role. Um, he, he also uh, he, spoke, he spoke on social media this morning, and he said that he uh, he wants to try and bring back the sleeping giant. And I think he said that he, I, I stand to be corrected on the exact wording, but he said. That he um, he wants to dry the tears of his of his of his late grandfather. Um, so 
there is obviously a, it is more than just a football move. There is a, there is a, an emotional um, an emotional pull with the land of Pirates with with Rulani as well. Mm, so and there is a sense of, that, that of sentiment part of it. Yeah, I think there's definitely some sentiment as well as the the actual logistical side of things as well. Mm. All right, and you think that um, Coach Stradojovic, um, and, and, and would, would he, was it something that he would have wanted as well? Because we know that coaches, new coaches, like to go in into an environment and bring in their own man, um, their own yes man, um, right wing man um, type of thing. Do you think that it would have bought into the idea of bringing in an equally good coach and would that not intimidate him? Well, I mean, I think that will that will be up to Mitchell. Um, that will that will always come down to how he deals with him. I think any any coach in the country would be lucky to have um, to have Rolani at the side of him. So um he obviously with, with Micho he's he's done his time in, in Africa. He's he did a great job with Uganda and um, he's a very different coach to the to the Micho that was in charge of Pirates a decade ago. And of course still staying with Mamelodi Sundowns, um there's George Libese and his tweet and the fact that he's from Mamelodi, he's a fan of Mamelodi Sundowns. Now, when you look at that, you look at what Kaza Chiefs did prior to letting him go. They signed from Marisbeck United Pilani Zulu. From Cape Town City, they signed Bongoletu Jaiya. Would you say that they anticipated um, losing George Libese? Let's talk about that uh, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like you say, there is a, there is a historical link for, for George at Sundowns. And, and it was made blatantly obvious by the, the comments that Chiefs have made um, that he, it was his decision to move. He, he told them he wanted to leave and he wanted to move on. And, and personally, for me, I think it is the right choice for George. I think he's, he needed a, a sort of a fresh environment. I think he plateaued at, at, at Chiefs and, and he needed something new, a new challenge elsewhere. And, and I think it's going to be it's going to be a it's going to be interesting now to see how he does at Sundowns. I think if anyone can can get the best out of George, then it's then it's going to be Pizzo. So. We'll have to see now. I think that um, if I was a Chiefs fan and, and this, uh, it looks like this move is a, is a cash deal with no swap, I would be looking for the club to, to bring in someone as a, not necessarily as a replacement for, for George, but as a, as a bit of a marquee signing because the, the ones they've brought in so far have been a little bit low-key and, and I think that they, the fans will be wanting to, to see this money spent elsewhere. But it's, yeah, like I say, it's, it's, it's now a case of, um, I mean, George started training today. He said um, that this has been a, a move that's been, yeah, I think he, his words were, it was, he said to his, his mom and dad on, on, on social media, he said um, to the family and, and friends that have wanted this move like it's finally happened. So even though it's, uh, it's only been sort of on the cards in, in actual facts for, for a little while, it looks like it has been something that his, uh, his family's been getting on his back about for a while now. Mm, mm, mm. And now, I mean, this is an important question and we've been speaking offline um, with a few colleagues about this that, and Masebe as well with the previous episode of the transfer rep. What, what does this mean uh, in the grand scheme of things? Does this mean that Kaiser Chiefs and, and, and Orlando Pirates are conceding uh, to Sundown's superiority that they would sell their crown jewels to them directly? Are they saying that here we go, um, we are helping you win the EPSA Premiership 2017-2018? As a journalist, do you see it that way? No, um, I think that, that Manisa has been off form for two years now, and I think Pirates have, have sold him to Sundowns and are probably going to get players in return. Um, when he hasn't been, I mean, like I say, two years now, I think we haven't seen the best of, of Elko. We've seen him in bits and bats. Mm. Um, I, I think Chiefs realised that, that George Abasi had, had plateaued, that he, I mean, he didn't play as much as, uh, as people wanted him to last season. He, he uh, also played and he played well in, in patches and. And I think that the the two deals uh, uh, for me are 
I wouldn't say that the, the Soweto Giants will concede in anything. I think that they've they've sold two players, um, and they probably get both both got good deals for them as well. Um, and and they can. It's up to them now to see how they how they sort of move on from it. I think yes, obviously Pirates sold their captain. Manis um, has been a, a massive part of that club for a, a long time now, but. Um, like I say, for, I, I don't think we've seen the best of him for a while now, and it's it's, it's now up to up to Pitzer to try and try and rekindle both of those. But he obviously thinks he can do so. Mm. And of course, with that argument that you're making, that they, there's no conceding of superiority for for Sundowns here. Um, there's a, there's another side to it that is Sundowns then inheriting a crop of players that are past their prime. Then, if if that's the case, well, I, I think you've also got to look at. It. I don't think it's a, an either or situation. I, I, just because they haven't been doing well for their for their clubs before doesn't mean that they're they're finished. And I think that it's like I say, we've got to see what happens now. We've got to see what Pitso and his technical team can can get out of Elper and Georgian. And just because they they like they had plateaued or weren't at their best at, at Chiefs and Pirates, it doesn't mean that they they can't go on to shine elsewhere. I mean, I, like I said, I don't think it's a an exclu- exclusivity thing where we we say that because Chiefs haven't I, like just by saying that Chiefs and Pirates haven't made a, a bad decision doesn't mean that Sundowns have made a bad one either. Um, it could be a, a move that, that suits all parties, and I think that until we we see what what Pitzo's plans are for the boys. Um, I think it will be unfair to, to really say that it's a bad deal for Sundowns or that it's a bad deal for Chiefs and Pirates. I think we've, we've got to give them time and, and see how they adapt now. Mm, it's quite a sobering view and, and a refreshing view because it's been an either-or situation from a, 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 a layman's perspective. The people that follow football um, just from an ordinary basis w- would have thought that, okay, these guys are just giving away their talents. Um, well, we'll keep an eye on it and, and, and only time will tell um, whether or not this is giving away the title to Mamelo de Sundowns. And of course, Joe Cran is a so-called Duma journalist that looks at an eye, that takes a look at um, SA players abroad. Um, a story that has been going on now has been about Bongani Zungu, Bafana Bafana International, um, playing for Victoria Kimeresh. Um, coincidentally, scored um, just recently in their 3-2 win um, over Shavs. What's the story with him? Is he, has he conceded that he's staying at the moment? Just an update. Um, so Bongi, obviously, like you say, he scored against Chavez last night. Uh, a very, very good game. I watched him. I watched the, the match last night as they as they won. Um, good start to the season for them. Um, great goals from Bongs as well. Um, but I think uh, I, we we reported uh, last week. I think it was that, that there's a new new contract on the table and that it looks like he's going to sign it. So I, I think that for the time being. Uh, Bongani Zungu will be staying at Gimenez. Um they, they absolutely love him. The club, the fans worship him there, and and I think that he is uh, he's excited now to to see how he can help them in the Europa League this season. So I, I don't think we'll be seeing Bongani Zungu leave, uh, especially not in this transfer window. And obviously things can change, and never say never because you never know what's going to happen. But as things stand now. Um, my understanding is that Zungu will be staying with Gimenez for the time being. Mm, and I must concur that it was a good goal. Joe Cran, you can find him on Twitter at YesWeCran. He's a Sokala Duma journalist. Joe, thank you very much for your time, sir. Always a pleasure, mate. I'll speak to you guys soon. In his first season in the PSL, he scored 14 goals and he was an exciting striker. He inspired Mamelodi Sundowns to the Kev Champions League. Last season, one goal in 17 appearances, mostly due to injuries. His name is Leonardo Castro. He's a Colombian superstar, plays for Mamelodi Sundowns as a forward. Peter joins me now, Peter Dutoy, to discuss the story behind the story because there is something there. There is a potential that um, 
Mamelodi Sundowns might let him go um, to a potential suitor. Peter Tutoy will tell us who is that suitor. Peter, thank you very much for your time. How are you? Hi, I'm very well, obviously, especially when I speak to the Sakadimer readers, listeners and users. Yes, and it's very nice to have you here. Um, the Colombian, what do you make of him and his abilities at Mamelodi Sundowns? Castro has been a huge success in South African football, particularly in his first year. And he's built a reputation as a, as a very effective player, not only somebody who scores goals, but in particular a striker who makes space for other players and contributes to the team. And Billet's success in Castro's first season was large, well, to a great extent due to their partnership. So mm. not only somebody scored goals, he, he was a great team player and used very effectively by, by Pizzo Samani in his first season. There is a reality that Mamelodi Sundowns have exceeded their space for the foreign quota and there are rumours that he may be one that is sacrificed. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Well, regardless of the, the, the foreign player quota, the important thing to look at, um, and when you look at uh, um, behind the scenes, you actually have to look at the player himself. And, and the body language, the body language and the, and the appearance of, of Castro when he's on the pitch for sundowns and when he's even sitting on the bench is a completely different player to the player who was around the body language of the player in his first season. And that tells you the state of the mind of a player. And an unhappy player is a player who wants always to leave or he wants something to change. So there's no doubt that if you look at uh, the body language of Castro, there's something wrong. He's not happy. Now, behind the scenes, why is the player not happy? Well, injury obviously played a role and he's but the two bigger factors are right now that he's come back from injury is one, he's not playing regularly. Now, he's not playing regularly because the coach has either got better combinations or he's not happy with the player's attitude either. And if you look at the player's attitude, one of the biggest problems we're told is that the player's got whiff of his salary versus some of the other players or majority of the other players. And there's a there's strong rumor that he's upset that the contract he's been offered is not in line with what the other players are earning. Now, these things, you're not going to get anybody going on record, and that's not the player, not, not the agent, and not the club, certainly. But without a doubt, he has not signed. You just have to look at the facts. He has not signed the extension. You only don't sign the extension because you're not happy with something. Now, it could be that he wants to leave South Africa and go back to his homeland or overseas, but that means he's unhappy. Um, it's, but our, our, our CEO crew have said that's not the real problem. The real problem is wants more money, and if he's not going to get more money, he'd like to move to another club in South Africa. That'll give him more money, and a, a good opportunity exists right now. Orlando Pirates need a striker, and Castro would fit that bill. And just remember the Nigerian striker who was signed stroke, <laughs> uh, um, uh, but he's, he's now unsigned, and he's back in, uh, um, in, in Nigeria. In Nigeria. Uh, what's his name? Obizo? Yes, Christian Obiozo. It's very interesting that he was signed slash unsigned, and it's very comical as well. Yeah, so they've got a space for a big striker, um, and Castro would fit the bill. And don't be surprised if you see Castro there, especially after what's happened with Manisa. Mm, casting an eye on, on Mamelodi Sundowns and their options, if they let Castro go, they would have up front Kamabiliet, who's not an out-and-out striker, Peseta, who's not an out-and-out striker, Anthony Lafour, not an out-and-out striker, Sibusuzo Villagas, not an out-and-out striker. Um, and you are left then with Yannick Zakri, who's maybe a number 10 at best, and you're left with Fiston Abdul Razak, who was on loan at Blomfontein Celtic. Options. Would Sundowns let a player go, a number nine go, which was there only number nine? Well, the two things. One, he hasn't been playing regularly, so de facto, 
he's out the equation to a certain extent. And they've been playing with 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 him being injured and on the bench, so they're not unhappy to not have him in the, have him in the team. That's the first thing. Secondly, um, um, uh, Cuthbert in his in the season before he went to Wits was superb as a striker, and he did very very well. If you look at the stats, his stats, goal scoring stats, and assist stats were the highest in the league. So he is an option, but he doesn't seem to be a favourite right now. But you never know. Pizzo may may he may. He may come back into the reckoning. Uh, Zachary um, started wide um, initially, but he's been playing down the middle and he has started to score goals. So that's an option as well. But they could also sign somebody else. And the other thing is, Pizza's not scared to play without a, you know, without a true number nine, with a false number nine. In fact, and this is a very important answer to your question, when, when they won the title w with uh, Billet and Castro in such good form, Castro would start as nine, but actually, but would then move out wide to the right wing and create a space for Billet to go into. Mm -hmm. So, um, modern football—you're not static in your positions. Um, it's more the smaller teams that play in static positions, but tactically astute teams like Sundowns and with coach like Pizzamasimani, there, they, their whole thing about is switching and changing formation. So, um, even if Castro played, he doesn't play as an out-and-out -out striker and. Uh, um, Funny enough, only Cuthbert played more as an out-and-out striker in that first season. But the Pizza's tactics change every season, and, he's, and, and within the season, their tactics change as well. So uh, sometimes within a game, their tactics change. So uh, it's not necessarily that they'll keep him just because they want a, a traditional number nine. Mm. And, and in conclusion, um, we know that for a fact, in the press conference that Chairman Ivan Koza did allude to the fact that whilst Manisa is going the other way, there is an expectation that there will be players moving to, to, from Mamelodi Sundowns to Orlando Pirates, he alluded to that fact. Was that the greatest hint that we may see Leonardo Castro go to, to Orlando Pirates? Yeah, so definitely. And um, the other hint is that the Nigerian striker has gone back to let you know where the possible potential mm -hmm. position is. But they also need centre-back. So, you know, this is a situation where um, the new coach is going to have some kind of say, Misho, in, in who they're going to get. So maybe he needs to watch a few more videos. But a very interesting thing is that uh, we all know that what's happening during the week, and we, we broke the story and developed the story with uh, the new assistant coach, uh, um, Rulani, mm -hmm. coming across to, um, to, to Orlando Pirates. He will have a big say in, in who should the team sign because mm -hmm. he'll, he's worked intimately with the players. He knows his players on and off the field. So he would have a great say in that as well. But then there's the added fact that it's all very well Sundowns and, and Orlando Pirates agreeing on a particular player, where, where it'd be a centre-back like Boysons or, or Castro up front or Ngele or, or even Cuthbert Malajila, any one of these players, um, you still got to agree terms with the player and the agent. So that's what's probably happening right now. Mm, will Castro be a Orlando Pirates player before the end of this transfer window? Well, we've just dissected it for you. Peter Dutoy is the founder of Sokola Duma. Thank you very much for your time. Don't uh, discount Kaiser Chiefs on this one either. All right. That's very interesting as well. Labisi, Labisi went the, the one way and they haven't spoken about a transfer fee. They haven't mentioned the transfer fee. Don't be surprised if a player or two comes across, uh, whether it's Mashaba or it's Castro either. So there's a lot more in this transfer window. Just keep following it on the Socrates site and on Wednesday in the papers. Well, if I were you, the listener, I would trust information from this man. Peter, once again, thank you very much, man. It's still the transfer window and Neymar's transfer, as was predicted, 
there was a ripple effect. He moved to PSG from FC Barcelona. FC Barcelona has millions in their bank account and they need to replace Neymar. Um, and so there are few people linked with FC Barcelona. I'm joined now by Sokala Duma, international journalist, Kurt Buckerfield. Kurt, thank you very much for your time. How are you, sir? I'm good, thanks. How are you, man? I'm very, very well. And before we get to that, Manchester United lost to Real Madrid in the UEFA Super Cup. And one of the players that Mourinho was, well looking at or he wanted he really ideally would have wanted him he was fantasizing about him was gareth bell um now there's been some sort of confirmation that he's staying at real madrid before we open up about our stories what what do you think is going to happen there um i i don't see that happening this season so so what happened was uh Mourinho before the game said that um if bale wasn't in, in, uh, included in zidane's plans for the match um, it was perhaps a sign that he wasn't in the in, in the, the plans for the, the team. plans for the season. Mm. So um, I don't know, a bit of mind games by Mourinho, basically saying, uh, "Well, Bale didn't have a great preseason, so it was almost like please play him." And then it was almost like, "Please don't play him because we would love to take him from you." And he said, um, "If if he doesn't start and he's not in uh, Zidane's plans, then we'll be waiting on the other side." Um, but I can't see that happening this season. Um, a lot of pundits and uh, former United players. They've, they've said that they can see Bale at United in a couple of seasons, maybe even next season. Ryan Giggs uh, came forward and said that. Um, but it, it's not going to happen this season. I can't see Real Madrid selling. There's no need to. They've, they've got rid of a few players this season and they haven't bought big. So it wouldn't make sense. Um, so yeah, I don't think it would happen this season. And of course, another player, speaking about Real Madrid, another player that they can potentially lose to Paris Saint-Germain is Kylian Mbappe. There's a story there. You know more about that. Uh, let us know what's going on at the moment about that story. Yeah, well, reports in, in Spain last night were saying that Kylian Mbappe um, had agreed to move to PSG 180 million euros. Mm. Which is um, another big signing for huge, PSG. Huge. I mean, there were concerns about um, UEFA financial fair play rules and FIFA financial fair play rules. And now another major signing. I mean, what, what's, what's, what's going on there? Well, um, it at first appeared like the signing was going to happen. But mm. um, there have been reports now from a very reliable source in France. Um, saying that Monaco and PSG have both denied um, that a, an agreement has been reached. Um, but yeah, the reports were coming from Spain and England. It was all over, which took everybody off guard. As you just um, said now, you know, they spent 222 million euros on Neymar. So to think that they would spend another 180 more um, on Mbappe would be It would certainly insane. be a breach. But now if, 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 the, if the sources in France are anything to go by, then that would mean that Real Madrid are still in the running. Do you think they still they, they are still front runners for the player? Because we know that Zinedine Zidane is, a, is an admirer of the player. Um, yeah, I think if he does leave in this transfer window, it would be to, um, to Real Madrid. As you just said, now Zidane is a big admirer of the player. Um, he, he has kind of hinted that he would love to play there. He, he idolizes Ronaldo. Um, He's, he's, a, he's only 18 years old. So to think that he would be going for that kind of money now, it's crazy, but he's really a talented player. Um, and yeah, so I think, I think it could happen still. Um, I, Madrid have sold a lot of players. But Monaco keeps on losing players though. I mean, that's another concern. Yes, yeah. Do they, do, what, do they want to dismantle what they already have? Well, of course not. Um, but what can they do when players are coming for their clubs? Like we've seen Benjamin Mendy leave, um, Tommy Bakayoko leave. Uh, Bernardo Silva went to Manchester Fabinho City. Is, 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 Fabinho is a hint that he may live. Exactly. So I don't think there's much they can do when. But when they're, in the money. Like they're in the Champions League, though. Your opinion about it, quickly before we move on. They're in the Champions League. And, and what do you want to do there? Do you just want to add the numbers as a big team as Monaco? Because they won the, cha the, the league on championship last, last season. So don't they want to represent pr France 
uh, well in the Champions League. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be the thinking. But I think, you know, Monaco don't have a huge stadium. Um, they're a big club in France, um, but not in, in European football. I mean, everybody knows the club, but they aren't winning titles, uh, whether it's UEFA um, Europa League or UEFA Champions League. Yes, they made it to the semi-finals last season, but this generation of players um, perhaps tells you more of a story than the actual club's history. Um, I think they've got a great group of players, or they had a great crop of players, um, but it's only natural that they lose those guys because big clubs are going to be after them, and they're all young. Uh, last season, I think the average age um, of one of their semi-finals in the Champions League was like 23 or 24. So, I mean, it's it's really it was great to see them do so well, especially with an 18-year-old up front. Um, but it's something that you can't sustain. I mean, clubs are going to big clubs, Real Madrid, Barcelona, uh, Manchester City. They're going to come for your players, and you're going to have to lose them. Mm. And talking about um, big big teams, um, Barcelona need to replace um, a big player that they lost to PSG, um, which is smaller than Barcelona in terms of history. But they still lost a big player. Um, now. Liverpool have released a statement. Um, you will tell us more about that. Dembele missed training. Liverpool released a statement on Coutinho. Coutinho being linked with FC Barcelona. Um, Usman Dembele for from FC um, Borussia Dortmund rather. Um, he missed training. So those players, those two players, are linked with FC Barcelona. Let's start with Liverpool's statement. What was that about? So um, of course Barcelona have been trying to replace Neymar, find a replacement um, for Neymar. Um, Coutinho obviously wouldn't be a natural placement. He's not really a, a you know a marauding left wing, um, but they have been trying to find somebody for their midfield. Um, they had a bid rejected last week, and yesterday was reported they had another bid rejected. And now Liverpool have come out and insisted that they are not selling Coutinho at any price. He will be a Liverpool player come the end of the transfer season, uh, transfer window. Um, so it's great for Liverpool fans, of course. Um, but it's a, it's a massive Your experience, what does it tell you? Rejecting 100 million, does that mean that they want 190 million or they really don't want any any of this? Yeah, I think they don't want to sell Coutinho at all. Um, he's loved by the fans there. Um, he's been in that team for a while now. And I think Coutinho, he loves playing for the club. You know, he was there. They kind of gave him a chance because he came from Inter Milan when he was seen as like a, a bit of a... He was a talented kid, a, a wonder kid if you want. Um, but he kind of wasn't living up to the expectation. Liverpool almost handed him a, a lifeline and said, come play with us. And he suddenly he became a star there eventually. Exactly. He struggled in the first couple of seasons and then he really found his, his, his boots. Uh, he started playing really well, linking up with Gerard Suarez and he's a fan favourite. So I don't think the club want to lose him for any sum of money. The interesting thing about the, the statement released by Liverpool is that the player has subsequently then um, handed in a transfer request. Yeah, so basically in half an hour... Uh, 45 minutes after Liverpool released a statement saying that they aren't selling Coutinho for any price. The player has reportedly put in a transfer request, an official transfer request. He wants to go to Barcelona. Yeah, that's quite clear. And and, 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 I mean, he's the front line then to replace Neymar then. Exactly. So, yeah, so I think, I mean, this is is crazy because, you know, the club have just uh, rejected two bids for the player. Um, There were reports that were saying that he hasn't asked to leave. He has behaved well, um, and now the latest reports from Sky Sports are saying that uh, the player's handed in his transfer request he wants to leave. Um, so, of course, it'll be interesting to see how things happen from here. Yeah, that's quite massive, though, I think. I suppose that it's interesting, like you say, and we'll see how it goes. And, of course, one door closes. Another one slightly is opening with Dembele missing Borussia Dortmund's training. What's happening there? Yeah, Dembele was reported um, yesterday. Dortmund actually came out and said that Dembele... 
Um, wasn't that training, they couldn't get hold of him, he was unreachable. Um, then new reports came out saying that the player was found and many of them saying he was on his way to Barcelona to go discuss a deal. Um, the latest, however, is that Dortmund also rejected a, I think it was a 100 million uh, euro bid, 120 million euro bid for the player, um, which is, again, crazy. He's a 20-year-old going, um, and they're obviously, they want more money because it's, it's the player's dream to play for Barcelona. He said that before. Um, and I saw the statement saying that it, the, the money, the amount does not reflect the player's, play, the player's talent and the European transfer market. Essentially what they are saying, from my interpretation, is that if one team can, play, can pay 222 million euros for a player, the one that we have, we evaluate his talent very close to the one that was bought by, for 222 million euros. So maybe they're looking at 200 million, million euros. Well, exactly. They know that Bar that's the problem Barcelona face now is that they know Barcelona have the money. They've just got 220 million from, from Neymar's deal. So any player that Barca go for now, you know, that club are just going just gonna to up his price by maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 million because they can, because they know Barcelona have to spend and eventually they will get desperate. Um, they still haven't really replaced Neymar. It's been a week and a half now, two weeks. They haven't really replaced him. Um, it, it's obviously difficult to do that. Um, but they know that Barcelona are going to get desperate. The, the closer we get to the end of deadline, a uh, transfer deadline, um, Barcelona are just going to have to spend the money. So they were after uh, Dybala, they were after Coutinho, they, they've been after Dembele. Um, that, of course, could still happen. Um, Dortmund haven't come out and said, no, we refuse to sell. They're just rejecting these, these bids. Um, They're giving so, yeah, him a higher evaluation. Exactly. All right, yeah. so with the done deals now, um, Neymar obviously done to PSG. And, of course, a Manchester United player just went across to Crystal Palace. Can you tell us about that? Yes, Timothy Fosfimensa, a great talent, um, young Dutch defender. Um, he's just gone on loan to, to Crystal Palace for the season, which is great for the player to get experience. I'm sure you would be going there to get first in football. Um, so, yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Kurt. We're looking forward to speaking to you further. Kurt Buckerfield is Sokala Duma's um, international journalist. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks. Sokala Duma Radio. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gents. Catch more transfer news on the Sokala Duma website as always. Next week, we'll introduce a new match day preview show looking at upcoming PSL fixtures. We'll still give you a wrap of the top transfers within that show until the closure of the transfer window. Until next time, it's goodbye for now. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.